Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming not be the only Shrek podcast out there, but by golly, it's the only one you need to listen to. And today, you want to make sure you're listening because it's a super duper episode. Because, da da da, it's Shrek's birthday. It's Shrek's birthday. He's the the big guy is what sixteen. Sixteen, the sweet he, Shrek's teen. Yep. And to top it off, my buddy and co-host Matt Serafini is going to throw a surprise party. Is that correct, right? Correct, That's Matt. Sorry. That is right. Will, <laughs> uh, we're we're going to... We, we, okay, so Will and I are sitting here, and we've got a big old surprise party here, ready for Shrek when he gets here. So don't tell him. Yeah. Uh, all his friends are here, um, and <laughs> we are... I don't know when he's going to get here, but he should be coming like probably any minute. I hope uh, so. And yeah, so we just wanted to make sure we had this all recorded, uh, because... You know, Shrek's such a nice guy. He's been treating us well, and we just want to make sure he's got a really special, sweet 16th birthday party. He's one of my best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I was thinking, well, in the meantime, while we're waiting for him, we should probably discuss Shrek again. Sure. Is this the first surprise party ever recorded on a podcast? You know, I, I reckon it might be. Nice. Yeah. All right, yeah, but of course we got to talk Shrek. That's why we're here. And, oh, man, what is this, fifth time we've been watching Shrek this year? Mambo number five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I got to say, this movie is kind of getting to a point where I think I know this whole movie. Like, if I were to close my eyes and just, like, Start from the beginning, I could probably tell you everything that happens in this movie from scene to scene, line to line. How about you? I'm I'm not quite there yet, but I'm like getting kind of close. Like right. I like I left for like a minute to go make hot chocolate and like I was like I knew exactly where it was gonna be when I got back. But then a few minutes later I was like, Oh wait, did that already happen? Mm-hmm. And I realized it had happened while I was gone. So I wasn't like completely flawless. But like, I'm pretty close. You're getting there. Whenever you, did you listen to that the thing where they li- they watched Grown Ups two? The thing that is kind the worst, of the worst yeah, idea the worst. ever. Yeah, did you listen to that? Uh, I've listened to like a couple episodes. I mostly listened to their Paul Blart podcast. But what about it? Well, because I'm just wondering at what point they got to the, where they were like they knew the movie like for, forward and backward, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. I'd, you'd have to ask them. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, Will, what were your thoughts on Shrek for number five? Oh, I mean, this movie's still very good, but I just think it's getting to a point where I'm like, I kind of, I get it. Like, you know, like, Shrek, we met you, we Donkey, we've met you, Fiona, we know your deal, Farquaad, you're a jerk, so I don't know, but I mean, this world, I love it so much, yeah. you can't really complain. There's so many movies out there 
many of which we might be watching in the years to come that are so much worse that I don't... Sure. Oh, wait. Was that him? What? Was that Shrek at the door? Was it? Oh, no, it's a pizza guy. Oh, the pizza boy's here. Yay, pizza's Yay, here. Pizza. <laughs> pizza's brought to you by sponsorship. We don't have Matt. Well, no, I thought you were going to just oh. add it into when we get a sponsorship, and then we oh. can have it, like, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut, that I would or CC's. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember how CC's had pizza you could order? Really? Yeah. You know, because it's like a pizza buffet. Oh, I never did that. You could order it. Yeah. I just like that. And it was, like, more expensive <laughs> yeah, than your normal pizza. <laughs> Like, not just to get a buffet, like, your normal pizza, it costs more. So I just don't get, like, who would order that? Like, not only do I just love this mediocre pizza, I love it <laughs> only once and more than your average pizza. <laughs> only once. Um, yeah, CC. I miss CC's, man. I do, too. But I kind of like it, like, oh, I can get that dessert pizza. Or, hey, I can try that new pizza I've never tried before. Not like, yeah. hey, I just want, like, a plain pizza to take home and not right. get the other ones I ordered <laughs> with the buffet. Yeah. Could you, when you went to CC's, were you able to, like, ask for a whole pizza? Was that a thing? Like, like to your table? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think so. I, if not, you could just probably, like, steal one and just bring it to your table. Yeah, and they, and they just take the just, whole thing. And they'd probably just be like, well, we gotta make another one because we're yeah. CC's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. No wonder that place went out of business. <laughs> That's probably people probably te- kept taking whole Great. pizzas and then not eating them, and here uh, we are. R.I.P. But R. anyway, CCs. So, what's your biggest takeaway from Shrek viewing number five? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of in the same place as you, um, and that like I get it. I had a couple questions arise this time. Okay. Um, like for example, Lord Farquaad is not a king. He's right. not even a prince. Well, no, he says, well, he's going to be a king, yeah. Right. You, you're right, yeah. So my like, how the heck, how does he get power? How did he get into power? How did he get a castle? Like, hmm. there's not really any explanation for that. I guess it's just one of those things that, like, well, he's the closest to royalty that we got. Like, I think he is, like, the son of royalty, but I don't know they why he's not. They never really even say that, though. Well, I'm. I think they say that in the musical. That's why I'm saying well, that. But well, yeah, no. I, in the musical, he's the son of Grumpy. Okay, then who was it? His mom? Then those part of royalty. That's the thing. They never say. Hmm. Where's the name? A good point. Where does the name Duloc come from? Either, either. Like, I don't know. I also thought it was weird. Something I noticed this time was, uh, you know, once uh, he gets his demise with a donkey. All the people in Duloc are, like, pretty chill about the fact they're that they're... just like, oh. They're like, yay, they're getting married, our ruler is dead, and also there's this dragon in our kingdom. Yeah, there's... exactly, like, it's... <laughs> there's... The seams are starting... Shrek is starting to split up the seams for us, it seems. I just said I seams, like, four times. Yeah, I get what you mean, though. It's like, when you watch it this many times, you just get so, like, laser-focused on, like, the minute yeah. details that, like... Exactly. You're like, well, wait, why is that... Like that, or like, why is it like this? And you know, it's just you start to ask too many questions. Yeah, 
But I mean, to be fair, I don't think the filmmakers intended the audience to watch it once a month for the, right. for the rest of the year. So maybe we are victims of our own demise. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a good subtitle for this podcast, <laughs> Victims of Our Own Demise. Um, Do you want to know a random question I had? Yeah. Why is Shrek bald? <laughs> are all ogre men bald? No, because they established in the, the fourth movie that I there's remember, a bunch of ogres. Seen... I know, but I... they're... Okay. It's not a spoiler, but there's other ogres in that movie. And, and the they men have hair? Yeah, and also Fiona has hair. Well, but I was thinking it could be like a thing like how... Like a reverse lion thing, like how male lions have manes and females don't. Like it could be like... Maybe Shrek has no... Like the men men ogres don't have hair. I mean, well, based on the information in Shrek 1 alone. Right. It, I, could, I feel like that could be implied. Sure. I think it's more that the animators decided, hey, it'd probably be a lot easier if we just animated him without hair. Kind of like the the Caillou logic. Yeah. Or maybe maybe at the same logic as Wallace and Gromit, because Wallace is bald, and I think that's just because he's like a clay dude, and they were like, hey, hair is probably really hard to do, so he'll just be bald. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Shrek is just kind of going for the whole Michael Chiklis look. Like, yeah, he's, he's just a big fan of the Shield. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe, he, <laughs> maybe he just like was like, you know what? I maybe he started balding. Maybe Shrek okay. started balding when he was younger and and decided to start shaving his head, like Steve Burns. Steve Burns. Yeah. Who's Steve Burns? He's Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh. Okay, yeah. But, I mean, that's probably the most easy-to-explain explanation as far as, like, the logic inside the story. But we never yeah. see him, like, shave. Right. And also, like... His head's you look, clean. Well, like, if you look at his face, there are, like... There's, like, a almost 5 o'clock shadow to it. Which yeah. implies... And, and also, in uh, the second movie... Shrek and Fiona shave. Those scenes shaving, yeah, that's true. So, I guess he just doesn't have, like, hair Head growth hair. on his head. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, in the book, he has hair, I think. And in the Chris Farley version, like, the early concept art, he didn't yeah, have he hair. hair. So, I just don't know what happened. Yeah. And I guess we'd have to ask our good friend Jeff Katzenberg. I know. I hope he comes on the podcast soon. He keeps uh, ignoring my calls. Maybe we'll get him someday. Well, I'm still waiting for Shrek. Maybe we just ask him when he gets here. Yeah. Hey, where is he anyway? I don't know. Maybe you should I send him a text and ask him. When yeah, I think you should send him a text, but don't, right. but, but don't, but don't tell him it's a party. You know. Oh well, yeah, no, I'm just gonna say, hey man, you, you said you're coming over. When are you gonna get here? And we'll see what he says. By the way, I love the Shrek cake you made. Isn't it good? Yeah, look at it. it's like. It, I just don't know how you did it because you you are a horrible baker. I I, I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait but a I, minute. Wait a minute. What's this price tag? Don't no. It's I made the cake. Will don't ignore ignore the price tag. Okay. Okay, I got um, it from bakery. Oh no! How could you? Do you know the Muffin Man? He lives on Drury Lane. Oh, that actually reminds me of a, a thing like a line that I never noticed was funny. Um, but this time I did. Like, I, I, maybe at some point I did subconsciously, but it's. Whenever um, Farquaad is uh, interrogating the gingerbread man, like, one of the things that the gingerbread man says, he just goes, eat me! 
And like, that's funny. Because like, <laughs> he could. One one thing about the gingerbread man that every time I see this movie cracks me up is when uh, they get the mirror and he's like starting to say like magic mirror and then uh, the gingerbread man Don't man's tell like, him anything! Yeah, yeah. But the thing that really cracks me up every time is how Farquaad just throws mm-hmm. the gingerbread man into like that bin. Uh-huh. I don't know. The way it looks is just really funny to me. It's it's, it's weird. It's like a weird yeah. cut. <laughs> and like also too. like he like throws him like face down, but like when he falls, he's like face up. Yeah, you see him like ah. So yeah. just the whole thing about it just looks really funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I seem to recall um, from what seventeen years ago now, like the yeah. ads featuring the gingerbread man, like that scene, the not the gumdrop buttons. I remember was like in all the trailers. I remember, like, a lot of little details were in the trailers. Like, I couldn't see this movie without seeing the little scenes that were in the trailer. Like, the whole, like, he shakes Fiona. I remember that was, like, at the beginning of each trailer. And when he was like, what kind of knight are you? He's like, one of a kind. That was, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> a big scene in the trailer. Yeah. I'm a delivery boy. Um, <laughs> that wasn't in the trailer, I don't think. No, I don't. It was, I yeah. just like that line. Sure. But, uh, yeah. I, you, let me check my notes because I, I did take a couple notes this time to see. Me too. Do you, what, do you want to go first? Because I only really have three. Well, I, I just started with one of mine. And then also, something I keep meaning to bring up on this podcast that I never do is the specifics of Shrek's name. In the right, sense yes. that I know I've talked to, I've yeah, talked to talked you about this, this, but we never talked about it on the air. In that yeah. every time someone asks, Shrek what his name is he always says like uh Shrek in the like sense like that he, he's like yeah. he, he doesn't like it's not instinctual to him to say his name mm-hmm. I'm just not sure if that's the fact that he's been living on his own for so long that like the idea of someone asking for his name is like not like first nature to him that he has to mm-hmm. actually think about it like oh yeah what is my name or if like when Donkey asks him it kind of it, he says it in a way like uh Shrek that like he like with a question mark that implies that he just made up that name, up, like, on the yeah. spot. Because, like, Shrek, like, you've never heard, like, anything or anyone called anything like Shrek before. So, yeah. like, that could totally be, like, a name he just made up, like, having no idea, like, what a name should be. Well, you know, bearing in mind that we have talked about this before, um, I actually was thinking about that this time when I was watching it. And the way that it strikes me whenever Donkey asks him is, is the line right before that is something like, aren't you, like, afraid of me? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of pe- people run away when they see me, blah, 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 whatever that whole thing is. And, like, really? Basically, or he, he, he says something like that. Yeah, and, no, like, but he, don- like, says, like, really? Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing. A donkey is just, like, like, well, not me. And that's and Shrek's like, really? So he's, like, he's like off-put by it, and then Donkey's right. like, yeah, what's your name? He's just like, uh... I, so that's a, the way that he says it, it comes off to me that he's just still kind of, like, surprised right, that Donkey yeah. isn't turned off. But, I mean, I get that, too, but also the fact that he does that, uh, Shrek thing to Fiona when she asks him is what kind of makes me think yeah. that, okay, maybe there is something to this, like, that's not just him being thrown off by. But at, at the same time, he could be legitimately distracted by a dragon during that scene, that, yeah. like, he's not even, like, thinking, like, oh, what does the princess want? It's more just, like, how do we save our lives from being burnt to a crisp? Yeah, like you've ever you've been there where you're like you're occupied with something, and then like mm. someone asks you a question, you're just like ah, this, even though yeah. it's like an obvious answer. So what like, do you want? What kind of pizza topping do you want? Uh, pepperoni, cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
Speaking of which, we should dig into this. Oh, wait, yeah. we can't eat now. we got to wait for Shrek. Oh, right, yeah, we got to wait for Shrek. Okay, I'm kind of hungry, so this is going to be hard. I know. To... you you got you to enforce that willpower. Yes. Okay. Hey, by the way, I thought it was a nice touch to have the pin the tail on the donkey board on the wall. You know, I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah, you know, I figured, maybe, you know, even though he's 16, it's, it's fun <laughs> to have some, you know, younger games. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's cute because it's his best friend's donkey. You know, pen the tail. Yeah, on the donkey. exactly. You got speaking it, you of, got speaking it. of donkey's tail, I do not know how his tail has survived dragon. Yeah, because first the tail like gets burnt. Yeah, when that fire, and then also like she, she picks him up by it. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. I would think like that like force it'd be like you know just oh, like, rip, yeah, yeah that hurts to think about, but yeah, I guess. Part of what we can uh, attribute that is to the donkey as a cartoon character. Really? Yeah, donkey <laughs> is not real, um, and he is a cartoon. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? that's true. <laughs> um, and <laughs> like, I mean, because we've already kind of talked about how he gets like launched all over the place and like mm-hmm. really takes a beating during this movie, but he's fine. And that's like, while he is a real donkey, he's not a real. He's a cartoon character. There is kind of a... Now that I think about it, there is kind of a Daffy Duck quality to... Donkey. Yeah. He kind of goes He goes to the ringer and then he just kind of bounces off and trucks mm-hmm. off or whatever and just like, well, back to whatever I'm doing. He like twists his neck. He like, yeah. breaks his neck in that one yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like literally totally fine like a second later. So... Not only yeah. is he totally fine... Yeah, yeah, exactly. He... He's he pulls the beak off the back of his face and put, puts it back on the front. Like it's well, that's Daffy Duck, but not. I know. So I'm saying yeah, like, I'm saying yeah. like that's Donkey. Like it's very much like that. And I also we've talked about Cameron Diaz. We've obviously talked about Mike Myers. We've talked about John Lithgow brief, briefly last week. Yes, or last month. We haven't really talked about Eddie Murphy. That's true. And I was thinking about Eddie Murphy in this in this viewing and. I gotta say, like, I'm not the hugest fan of uh, Eddie Murphy in general. Like, his comedy is very like, hit and miss for me. I think a lot of sure. his movies are not that good. Mm-hmm. But he really just brings something to Donkey. At, like, if literally, like, 9 out of 10 other people played that part, maybe even, like, 8 out of 10, it probably would not have worked. It would have right. felt, it would have felt like some, like, weird, maybe even potential, like, racial stereotype. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, there's just such, like, same with uh, Mike Myers in his like Scottish accent with Shrek, like there's just something so lived in and so like alive in his performance that it just feels like a real like living, breathing like it's not just like a fast like talking sidekick. He like feels like an integral part of his story and like a living, breathing character with emotions and cares. And I just think Eddie Murphy does a genuinely really great job as Donkey. Yeah, actually, it's interesting that you bring that up because. Um... Uh, last November, I attended the Hollywood Film Awards as a seat filler. Oh. And at that, um, Eddie Murphy was being presented the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, and they had um, Jeff Katzenberg present it to him. And it's probably viewable on YouTube, uh, but he made a speech about how like he was friends with Eddie Murphy before. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine from Mulan, maybe? Or maybe something else. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah, um... But basically, he said he, like, they had this role of the donkey, and they needed, like, someone good for it, and so he, like, thought of Eddie Murphy, I guess, and 
it was kind of a funny story because he like was like he had to ask Eddie Murphy to be his ass. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was funny. And then Eddie Murphy came up on the stage and he was like, <laughs> you know, it, was... it would have been funny if he just did that same speech he did during the SNL forty, where it was just like two seconds where he's like, <laughs> "Oh great, how great it is to be here." All right, I'm, bye. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so many good people here. Yeah, like that's. What a what a weird speech that was. Well, you know what was supposed to happen with Eddie Murphy during that show? Yeah, wasn't he supposed to be in the Celebrity Jeopardy skit as uh, Bill Cosby? Yep. And then I guess he was like, "Oh no, Bill Cosby's my friend. I can't do that." Yeah. So they just got Keenan Thompson, and then they're like, "Well, we have to do something with Eddie Murphy. This is the first time he's been here in like forty years." And it's just like, why is he just? Well, I guess he'll just come up on stage and say hi, or he'll just make something up on the spot. Okay. Yeah. What a what a wasted opportunity. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't put him in a different sketch or something. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, granted, I, there were only like five skits that whole thing, but right. Still, I think there are more than five. They're like ten, but I get what you I mean. I don't know because that was the thing is a lot of people were upset that there weren't more skits. There were only a few because it was well, mostly clip show stuff. I mean, there was the Wayne's World skit. There was the Adam Sandler skit. There was Which celebrity. Was the, oh yeah, the Adam Sandler digital short, right? Yeah, there was the. Well, there was a musical performance by Connie. I remember that. Yeah, there was. There were a couple musical performances, I think, by a couple different yeah. people. So yeah, maybe you're like, right. Maybe there were only like five or six or something. Then there was the, there was the one with Dan Aykroyd with the, the infomercial. Oh yeah. Um, and Celebrity Jeopardy, obviously, but mm-hmm. that's like there were not a lot. Anyway, back to Shrek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gotta let me get my next note. Uh, something I noticed this time was how uh, whenever Shrek's swamp is like, there's that establishing shot at the beginning during All Star, mm-hmm. and then later. Uh, what I noticed something that I hadn't noticed before was just that there's like steam or smoke coming out of the top of like the big mm-hmm. trunk or whatever it is in the middle. I had never really noticed that. The tree trunk? Is it a tree trunk? I guess. I it's think. Like I a, think it's like it's like a holdout tree trunk. I yeah. Think. Giant tree. It's mm-hmm. weird that there would be that one giant tree. Um, well, I think he put it there. Like, I think uh, it wasn't like it just grew there. I think he like put it in there as like a makeshift chimney. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess. In any case, um, I was I noticed the steam coming out. I thought that was like a nice touch, but I had never noticed. Um, like it's there the whole time. Like every time the swamp is seen, you see the steam coming out. Even like whenever Shrek and Donkey are first coming back to the swamp, and you know the I like that bull we were seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, does Shrek just always have a fire going? Or something? I don't know. I don't know, but that seems pretty dangerous. Exactly. And uh, Now, in retrospect, I mean, the real reason it's probably there is just because that's just a feature of the thing in, when they animated it, that it's always just smoking, but I noticed this, because the laser, the aforementioned laser focus. Yeah. Anyway, another note I had is that, um, so during the credits... This is, this is a weird note because it's like not about the movie, but it's about the credits. The opening credits or ending credits? The closing credits. Oh, okay, closing credits. Okay. Uh, there's like four songs that play. You know. Yeah, obviously. I noticed that too because I was actually listening to the credits this time. Yeah. Um, because first it's the, uh, I want to stay home to that song. Great, we have to do Yeah. I want to go. Yeah. Um, there's that song. And then there is... Um, uh, I some like freak song like I it's, it's that uh, no it's the like it's like auto tuned 
Um, I don't know. Anyway, but the third song is the one that catches my attention. Is it the uh, one that sounds like a Baja Men song? Yeah, that's the second one. That's the second one. Okay, are you talking about the song that's like the one with lyrics of like the Fiona song? That no, no, that's the fourth one. That's the uh, last one. Okay. Um, and that's that's what brings this. So so the third song starts playing, and it's that everything looks bad, and it's like she sing. It's this girl, and she sings, and then. But the weird thing about the song is it's only like thirty seconds long because mm-hmm. they like edited it. So it only plays, like, the opening verse and the chorus, and then it, like, ends. And then it goes into the Fiona song. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do they even put that in there? Mm. It, I don't know. That was kind of funny to me that, like, they have, like, a 30-second long edit of that song in the credits for no reason. I mean, I think most of the pop songs in the movie, like, as far as the ones that are on the, the actual soundtrack, work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I agree that the end credit songs just feel like a hodgepodge of, like, songs that half fit or like things they couldn't put in the movie that wouldn't really like fit in a certain scene so is it the the ending credits are just like a hodgepodge of different songs that are like eh it kind of fits he says freak yeah <laughs> well the first one I think fits uh, but yeah then I well, remember yeah, how yeah. the third one goes it's that ooh yay yeah it's like wow mm-hmm. that one that one's only like, like the first chorus that's like it yeah but yeah, in any case, that's that. That was my note about the credits. Do you have what's your next note? Uh, let's see. I have a bunch of notes, so I'm not gonna get to all of these. But uh, let's see. Oh, one thing I keep wanting to bring. I was gonna bring up this last time, but I never got around to it. You know who voices Robin Hood? Who? Vincent Cassell. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. He's like a pretty famous French actor. Oh, nice. So, I was just like, it, like for the longest time, I was just like, this voice really sounds familiar, but I never thought to check it, and then <laughs> I checked it, I was like, oh, it's Vincent Cassell, huh? How about that? That's nice. Uh, yeah. Also, let's see here. Uh, I really, I don't know, I was thinking a lot about the wedding scene, mm-hmm. because if you guys don't know, next week or the week that this is going to go live is my brother's wedding. So yeah, weddings yeah. have been in my mind. I was just thinking, like, how great would it be if you and me, like, somehow found a way up on the stage? <laughs> Either you were on the organ, or I was on the organ. <laughs> and you were just like... Like, during, like, all of, like, the nice ceremony, and then, like, you see your drumsticks, like... Yeah, sorry. Go go ahead. Ahead. Uh, well, I mean, I think they're going to have a DJ, right, at the wedding? Probably. Um, I mean, but I don't know. Because if they do, we should, like, try to get a karaoke. Because, I mean, if nothing else, I would love to perform um, I'm a Believer with you at this wedding. Like, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, yeah. I believe, I believe, I believe, hey. And we can even do, like, <laughs> we can kind of reference the karaoke party to, well, you're not dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, if only, but we'll see. We'll have to uh, let we'll have to let the people know if that actually yeah. happens in the next episode. For sure. Also, I love in that uh, wedding scene when they show the organ. There are like two dwarves mm-hmm. on it, and the one is like standing on the steps to like play at the top level and the bottom level. Yeah. And then if you like look underneath like the podium, there's, there's like, like another crouched down. Yeah, the, yeah, that's funny. 
it's like a nice little detail because like they're too short to play as one person. So that's fun. Yeah, good. Nice little jokes like that. I th- I feel like I noticed a new like little fairy tale joke like that, but I can't remember what it was right now. You know what I noticed for the first time in this? What's that? Uh, when they were rounding up the uh, fairy tale creatures at the beginning in the middle of the forest, mm-hmm. after they put Don or uh, not Donkey P uh, Pinocchio in the cart. Mm-hmm. Or they take him away. He's like in the background, in the cart. He's just like sitting there, like it's open. Like he could just run out and go, but he's just like sitting there and like staring watching. at, yeah, just watching Donkey and all that's going on. It's just like, it just makes me feel kind of sad because he's just like sitting there, like almost expressionless, and he's like mildly shocked when Donkey starts to fly. But he's just like, he's like accepting his fate of being disowned by his owner and just like, well. Off to I'll the dungeon to, I go. <laughs> I'll have to look out for that next time. You know what I'm now noticing is kind of weird about that whole sequence is the fact that they're like taking away all the fairy tale creatures and they're putting them in these carriages and taking them away. Um, and then Donkey follows Shrek to his swamp. And then like later that same night, all those same fairy tale creatures end up at the same swamp. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like we could have just saved some time and sent them home with Shrek if they knew that that's where they were going. But maybe they didn't. Oh, well, I think they need to round up all the people so they can get the money and stuff. And then, right. I guess, once they figured all that out, they're like, all right, get away, you credence. So And also, they were, like, tied up. And then when they get to Shrek's place, they're just, like, fine. Mm-hmm. So what happened there? Did they just let them go? Like, did they, did they take them there and then take off the shackles? There's, I guess. There's a lot of questions here. I uh, know. <laughs> but also, the one thing that I wrote down in my notes is that so what exactly was, like, Farquaad's plan, like, after he agrees to clear the swamp for Shrek? Like, where was he going to take where the creatures after? Him? <laughs> like, was he, just gonna, was he just going to keep him in his dungeon, or, like, what? Because they do establish yeah, I, he has a dungeon, so I don't know. I, I would guess he would just send them to another, like, swamp area. Because like, he, they imply that he owns a lot of land. Right. Um, so I, 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 would, I would guess that it was just, like... Well, like he he basically he probably could have at the very when Shrek first showed up he probably could have sent them to a different area, but it was like I see an opportunity here to send someone, and so correct yeah I get that I came back and bit him completely because he he died. Yep. So now Duloc is just pure anarchy, I guess. Yep. It's just good, like good. it's like it's like the purge all year round. It is kind of... What happens to Duloc? I mean, there are three sequels to Shrek, and we never see Duloc again. I know. But <laughs> it's never even referenced, I don't think. Yeah, I think he's just... It's just... Like I said, I think it's just pure anarchy at this point. Like, everyone yeah. is just doing whatever they want. Maybe some of them moved to far, far away. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, what would you guess is the population of Duloc? Well, there's a lot of people. Um, probably not- at least... But not like a ton of people. Like right. I'd say, no, like less than four thousand people. Oh, I would say less than a thousand. Like there's, there's maybe like a several hundred. Like is that assuming? Well, I guess everyone was at the ceremony. I'm guessing yeah. not everyone was at the wedding. Right. But yeah, so if everyone was at the ceremony, that would be about like somewhere between like a thousand, two thousand people, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's like a small town. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess. You know what I like to think? What? I think Felonius is king of Duloc. 
Thelonious took over. I'm all right my with man. that. My man. Thelonious. <laughs> Pick number three, my lord. Uh, <laughs> I love Thelonious so much. He is so great. He deserves <laughs> a spinoff like Puss in Boots. <laughs> the, the, my favorite part of that idea is the fact that if it were to happen, no, like, like 80% of the people who, like, like the layman, I get, like, like just would have no idea who that is. Because it's just like, they're making a Thelonious spinoff movie. Like, we would be thrilled. I, I would I would lose my mind. Yeah, there would be, like, there'd be three different reactions. There'd be, like, a couple of us, like, you and I, like, would be thrilled and, like, really happy because we've been clamoring for it. And then there'd be, like, the people who do know who Thelonious is, and they would just be like, what? Why? And then there would be all the people who were just like, Yeah! Thelonious, okay. my man! <laughs> Like that's that that's it. There'd be only those three reactions. Well, like, I can't see anyone being mad. I, more just confused. Like Jeff Katzenberg, if you are listening to this podcast, please. And I hope you are at this point. We've we've watched your movie at least five times. Please at least consider making a felonious movie because I would buy at least five tickets. <laughs> at, le- at least. I would just keep coming back. I would just be like, one more for Thelonious, my man. My, that's what the title of the movie should be. Thelonious, Thelonious. my man. Radar. Um, and I think the thing is, is Thelonious, does he have eyes? We will never know unless we get that spinoff. Man. So much, such a rich character. There's so much to him. Unless we get this movie, we'll never know. Um, he can sing. He can. <laughs> Feelings. Uh, but uh, anyway, my third or my fourth, I guess, and final note that I have uh, is that I noticed I noticed something new this time. Uh, oh. Or like I guess I had noticed it, but I had never like acknowledged it. But it's the fact that whenever Shrek and Donkey first like get to the bridge. And Donkey starts talking about how he wears his heart on his sleeve, mm-hmm. uh, emotions on his sleeve, and Shrek's like, donkeys don't have sleeves. Um, and then Donkey basically just expresses how scared he is to cross the bridge. I never noticed, but, like, Shrek, like, like, I always assumed, I guess, that he was being sarcastic, but, like, if you, like, pay attention, he's, like, genuinely, like, trying to help Donkey there. He's like, well, look, mm-hmm. I'm here to help you, and we're gonna get crossed step by step, but there's nothing to, like, that's, like, a really nice moment where Shrek just, like, wants to help out. I think it's more like, hey, you're kind of in my way. I need to do this job. Like, go, come on. Well, what I think it, I think it gets to that point, but I think at first he's like genuinely trying to help. Oh, him. I get what you're talking about. Like, let's just take it one baby step yeah, at a time. When they when they're first about to cross the bridge, like he like he seems like he's just genuinely like, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna help you get through this. I agree. I can see that. Uh, one thing I noticed in that scene that I never noticed before is that Shrek, like halfway through, says like. Let's have a dance, shall we? I just never heard that line before until now. Like, I guess I, guess I don't. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that line. When does he say it? Like right uh, when Donkey's like hesitant, he's like halfway into the bridge. He's like, I, I just can't do it. He's like, okay, fine, let's have a dance, shall we? And he's just like, come on, and he's like swinging the oh. bridge back. Oh uh, yeah, I never caught that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I will say this. If I think one of the like arcs, one of my character arcs on this podcast is how I've never been crazy about the whole dragon sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I enjoyed it a little bit more this time. Okay. 
So maybe maybe I'll maybe we're by the end of this year I'll like the dragon sequence. You want to know what I thought was kind of odd? What's that? I actually think I enjoyed the dragon scene less this time. <laughs> because of course. <laughs> only because I noticed it's kind of abusive how a dragon treats Donkey. Like she's just like, oh yeah, like I love you, so automatically you have to love me too. Yeah. And, then, and then like at one point, like you, you hear Donkey saying stuff, mm-hmm. but you don't really know what's going on. And mm-hmm. like it, like the first thing, like the last one we see before uh, Shrek pulls a thing down to like have like a chain over Donkey. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's like. You see Donkey, like, playing, or Dragon playing with Donkey's tail, and he's like, whoa, what are you doing? And then later, like, when you just hear Donkey's like, what are you, whoa, what are you doing with that? It kind of implies <laughs> that, like, he might be doing something that's not PG. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to pay more attention next time and try to catch that. It was just, it made me a little unsettled this time. Yeah. I mean, I can understand oh. that. Yeah. Give me another note. What do you got? Uh, this is one that's been bugging me for a long time. Oh, no. How the heck do they know what Tic Tacs are in the Shrek universe? <laughs> Come on. We've already established that this movie is full of anachronisms. Sure. I mean... If you want to use your big English literature vocabulary, yes, that's true. For those of you who aren't aware, an anachronism is something that seems out of place via like the okay I, I i can't give a full it's something when like something doesn't fit the time period it's i know out of place i know i'm telling for the viewers who don't know yeah like um merlin in uh the once future king has some guns in his um hut and so like that's an anachronism because it doesn't fit yeah Awkward pause. Marty McFly uses anachronisms whenever, like his his speech. He uses anachronistic speech in Back to the Future when he goes back to the fifties and says, "This is heavy." Even though I don't think anyone has ever used the phrase "This is heavy" besides him. That's one thing I kind of liked about. Well, I was going to spoil a little bit of eleven twenty two sixty three, but that's okay. I was just gonna say, like, I remember at one point without involving the spoilers that. Some of the characters from the past kind of point that out whenever, like, the main character that's of that uh, story mm-hmm. kind of uses, like, modern language. He's like, why are you saying things like that? Like, and he's just like, oh, that's just a term we use in wherever he says he's from. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we've been waiting long enough. What's going on with Shrek? Mm, that's a good point. Where is Shrek? Let me see if he texted back. Oh, he did. Oh no! Um, we we're so caught up on the 40th anniversary of SNL, we didn't see our buddy text back. <laughs> yeah, let's see what did he say. Um, Matt, I'm not coming because I am what? a fiction. <laughs> Hang on, let me read the text. Uh, I'm not coming because I'm a fictional character, and also you and Will are in different states. <laughs> oh, I guess he's not coming. I'm sorry, Will. I didn't mean to waste your time. What? <coughs> Look, we can have some pizza. No. Uh, okay. I. Uh, you know how hard I worked on this, and you just 
tell me that he's not coming? Now, hang on a second. I did most I, of the work for this party. I'm getting out of here. Uh, okay. Wait. Goodbye. Alright. Well, I guess that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll see you next month, and we'll let you know if at the wedding we got to sing I'm a Believer. Fingers crossed. Uh, in any case, happy 16th anniversary of the release of Shrek. Will, would you like to add anything? No! Okay, well, have a nice month, everybody. Uh, this week's hashtag is uh, Sweet Shrek's Team. So, yeah. Okay. Bye bye. It ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. That back there, that was amazing.